So I don't just like listening to music with a socially conscious message. I like to talk about these things as well. And I do so on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. The Earnest Thoughts podcast is a weekly podcast just like this one where I talk about social issues going on within the world, going on within the United States, life in general, pretty much everything that's outside of music specifically because I have this wonderful podcast for that. So if you want to hear my thoughts on anything outside of the music, check out the Earnest Thoughts podcast. You can check that podcast out and subscribe to it on the same platforms you're listening to this podcast. I appreciate your listening. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. You love Ernest. Same guy, different name. Back again with another episode my two cents podcast hopefully you all can hear me loud and clearly i am kind of a distance away from the microphone phone and um yeah so i mean the sounds are moving up or the sound the sounds are moving up like like y'all know what the setup is looking like so the sound system you know when you're talking into a microphone and you have that little you know the things move and stuff the graphic whatever it is yeah they're moving so I, I guess it can't hear me. Anyways, this is a discussion-based episode here about the one and only Beyonce. So, for many of y'all who might be avid listeners, or maybe you were just a one-time listener and you just happened to listen to this episode again, um, I did an episode that is pretty much on par with this one at the beginning of the year about Jay-Z and it was called an an honest discussion about Jay-Z and if you haven't listened to that episode if you are subscribed or you're new here to the My Two Cents podcast please check that episode out as well you can pause this one and check that one out or you can listen to that after you listen to this episode however you decide to do it as long as your decision is to listen and to share and to subscribe but more so listen that is greatly appreciated the other two things are greatly appreciated as well uh so obviously jay-z and beyonce have relations right (laughs) they've had relations for quite some time now i mean they're married so i guess well you can get more relative than that i was gonna say you can't get more relationship than that or more relative than that but you can't you can be blood related which is stronger than you know i guess as far as a on a technical standpoint it's stronger than you know two people who aren't blood related getting married not that i advocate for blood relation marriages because that's weird just my opinion of course but yeah beyonce and jay-z are two individuals who seem to get the same type of, I want to say the same type of eye. Um, Because when I did that episode about Jay-Z, I won't detail everything that I said, because again, I want y'all to go check it out. Um, I also don't think, from the times I've listened back to that episode, I don't think I take back anything that I said. So that might be the case with this episode. It might not be, who knows? Um, But pretty much i did get some 
a little bit of backlash. Uh, you know, the non... Somewhat non-confrontational, but not necessarily in-my-face type of backlash. Uh, when we get, you know, the subliminal type stuff, right? Um, I did get that from, you know, somebody who is a big Jay-Z fan. Um, they, I guess they didn't necessarily like the talking points that I had, um, and the things that I had to say about Jay-Z, just my opinions and all that other stuff, right? So, I will not be surprised if I get the same reaction, um, here about Beyonce. Now, the difference is there is this thing called the beehive, um, and for those who probably unfamiliar with the beehive we're not talking about an actual beehive we're talking about this fan base uh that is it's with uh, a bunch of uh people i will say that the beehive is in general somewhat of a diverse or one of the more diverse let me put it that way one of the more diverse fan bases when it comes to music artists that I've seen, let me put it that way, um, because it's easy to pinpoint Barb's, you know, Nicki Minaj fans. It's easy to pinpoint a lot of these other fan bases, um, you know, even with the male artists, you know, the J. Cole fans, the the uh, other fans of male artists and stuff, you know, Drake fans, and, and well, Drake kind of has a diverse fan base as well, but his fan base to me uh in general is still not as diverse as Beyonce and when I say diverse I'm not talking nationality race or whatever that could be the case for all of the artists that I name um and especially for big artists like Beyonce that are world-renowned artists but what I mean by it is you have people within the base who are just downright crazy individuals and they're that way because they're either young and dumb and, you know, they're not fully developed all in the head yet. Um, and then you have people who are pretty much of my age who watch Beyonce grow up, you know, people who are most likely 10 years younger than her. You know, she just turned 40 and a lot of us either turn 30 this year or uh, not a lot of us but you know there's the people who are born in 1991 uh, either just turned 30 you know or you know sometime this year or so right um but she has that base people who grew up knowing her from destiny's child and all this other stuff and they saw her grow up as we were growing up as well that's a uh, part of the beehive as well. Not to say that the people my age or even older are not crazy beehive members because I've seen some. Um, but it's just, I feel like Beyonce has both old fans, new fans, and people in between, you know? Um, and then you got, and it's not a age, necessarily an age thing when it comes to you know, all of that, it comes from, I guess, when people decided they wanted to be her fan, again, if growing up listening to her, all this other stuff, other things that play a factor in, into it, right? But 
we know drama sells and we know the beehive much like the other groups out there uh, fan base groups out there are more so known for being crazy simple as that there is no you know you you will have people who concern themselves members of the beehive and be like i don't support the, the behavior that they're doing um that's that's cool but other uh fan bases do the same thing you know or members of other fan bases say the same thing i've seen barbs once again Nicki minaj's stands come out uh very few of them to be honest with you but still i've seen it where they came out and said i don't support this type of catty behavior this type of behavior right here um i don't support how nikki uses her stance to pretty much ruin the lives of anybody who has something critical to say about her i've seen actual barbs of people who call themselves barbs say this so I say all that just to say, this is not me rambling on it. I say all that just to say that I know what to expect by saying these things about, saying the things I'm going to say in this episode about Beyonce. Uh, just like how I understood the possible possibility, the possible, you know, big backlash of all the things I said about Jay-Z during his episode. Heck, and if we're being honest... This is the My Two Cents podcast. For it's called that for a reason. I'm just sharing my opinion, my two cents. You know, um, I went into as I created this podcast years ago. I went into it with the understanding that there could be a possible backlash that I've gotten from any artist or fan or fan base because they don't necessarily like the things that I'm saying about their favorite artists, whether it be a discussion-based episode like this one or whether it be a review but that's not gonna stop me from speaking my mind um it's also my opinion hence the name on once again my two cents podcast and even if that wasn't the name you should you should be smart enough to know podcasters just out here stating their opinions if they're opinion-based podcasters in fact music reviewers music journalists whatever you want to call us we're just out here stating our opinion. Now, this is a discussion-based episode, as I've said for like the millionth time before. No, it's not a review of any recent Beyonce, anything beyond. I mean, I record, I re- did my review for Black Is King, um, and the the album she did, uh, you know, the whole soundtrack and all that stuff, collab thing she did for the Lion King film. Um, but I did the review for that. If you want to hear my thoughts on that. Go listen to it. It's literally last year. So, you yeah, you're going to have to do a lot of scrolling, digging around. But that review is up. So, you want to know my thoughts on that? Go right ahead. Listen to that episode. Once again, after you listen to this or pause this one to go listen to that episode. And have fun. Hopefully, you enjoy it. In regards to the music... There's, this is why I am going to say Beyonce, and maybe some of y'all knew this episode was coming, all right? If y'all did, then congratulations. You know how I think. But in regards to the music, I think Beyonce is totally tapped out, and her and Jay-Z do not 
have, I won't say they don't have a creative bone in their body as far as making music, but finding things to talk about within their music because they're at a level, they're at a, they're at such a big level now where I just feel as though everything they want to talk about or they can talk about is about how rich they are and about flexing, flexing, and flexing, right? But they know that that shit is, you know, has been, it only works for the young guns and, uh, you know, the, the young, the low niggas, right? They know that in order for them to stay relevant musically, Put it that way. Relevant musically. I'm not saying in other lights, other facets. They're both big business people. And I feel as though they're more so known for being business people now. Probably Jay-Z. I won't say that for Beyonce. I think people still... And then you got the Jay-Z fans who still want Jay-Z music. But I feel like a lot of people, Jay-Z fans included, included, care more about his bragging about his business moves rather than the music whereas us Beyonce fans uh, you you have some that are either I, I feel as though it's it's no matter the age no matter the type of beehive member I feel like fans really really still want music from her um, and they <clears throat> celebrate the business stuff as well um if it's not an equal 50 50 where they love the business and the music it's more so 60 40 60 being we still want more music from b but we're going to praise her for this business shit that she's doing right now still uh still you know it's not like a rihanna breakdown when whenever she drops something or you know she's you know got an ad for something everyone's like yeah girl where's the fucking music you know it ain't like that, but it's it's still up there, you know. Um, but why do I feel as though that they, in general, and I know this is about Beyonce, but I'm throwing Jay Z in this situation as well because I feel like he's on the same tip. They are. It, it's not surprising to see why they they've had the a lasting relationship. I feel as though they are. Business-wise, they are the same individual. Which means a lot of the things that I met, I, I said in Jay-Z's episode, I want to say you can apply that to Beyonce as well. Yes. Someone who is an opportunist. Someone who will exploit their own individuals or is okay with the exploitation of the very people that they claim to be fighting for. Black folks, black artists, this, that, and the third. They're willing to do all of that if it means it's going to enrich in their pockets, right? Now, I think Beyonce is a lot, a lot more subtle with it than Jay-Z. Jay-Z will do it it would be an obvious play of exploitation, but then he'll turn around and say, well, would you rather have a Jewish man do this to you? Would you rather have a white man do this to you or a black man do it to you? Or he'll say, you're only criticizing me because I'm black and you were whitewashed uh, by the white man to believe that black billionaires and every black business person is, you know, uh, 
just as corrupt as them. But then he goes and turn around and he does business with those same people he is calling corrupting and all this other stuff. So why would you want to do some dealings with them? And again, I feel like as though Beyonce will turn around. She's more subtle with it in the sense that she would sit back and allow that to happen because she she agrees with it she will also um silently do the same thing you know um but in her own beyonce way i said they were two peas in the pod but they're still two individuals at the end of the day beyonce has a way of doing things jay-z has a way of doing things at the end of the day they still end up achieving the goals that they had get rich get money continue to show how you know rich and famous and and succeed in this game this game called capitalism right that's the end goal at the end of the day what brought this upon uh what really brought this upon my mind to want to speak about it on the podcast is the recent blood diamond photo shoot beyonce did with jay-z um and the the once i found out it was a blood diamond i was not surprised but i also was like that is really out of her to do right after releasing black is king black is king is again an album that not only celebrates uh blackness or whatever but it is supposed to be this big grand gesture to black folks uh for us not to forget our roots to celebrate our roots that we come from royalty all of that is fine and dandy and swell but then you turn around and you literally own a piece of ugly African slash black history, uh, you know, trauma and pain and um, just, just, and if y'all hear that noise, it's me looking through my freezer right now. Um, I'm gonna take out some chicken thighs to thaw out, but pretty much, you know, something that is traumatic to black folks many Africans as well especially and then you take this thing and you and now you're the proud owner of it now I've seen people argue both arguments one would you rather have they take the Jay-Z route which I believe is what Beyonce is thinking she's not necessarily saying but again this is where I believe her and Jay-Z's thinking is the same. Would you rather have a white person own this blood diamond um, instead of me, a black woman or a black person, or, you know, 
yeah, that's the choices. It's either I own this thing show, so I can show you how rich I am, so I can flaunt it in your face. But guess what? It's a black person doing the flaunting and all this stuff. So it's good. And you should be happy about that because it could have been a white person to do this. It could have been a non-black person to do this. And it would be racist if they did that. Either or, exploitation is exploitation. Um, wrong is wrong. And I feel like a lot of people with a moral compass will be like, now nah, we would rather none of y'all own this shit. I do remember uh, thinking a long time ago, uh, I probably got to write about this on my you know, Medium um, blog, but I think that as part of repar- reparations. And this is when, if this were to happen, though, that's when you see the true value of diamonds go down and the true value of a diamond, really, and it's going to go down. But the diamonds really should have gone to the ancestors uh, of, you know, the African slaves and just people who, the Africans in general, who are... Um, uh, what I gotta say, indentured servants, but who were mutilated, beaten, abused, killed to dig up these diamonds. You know, it should go to them. You know, if anyone is gonna have it, let me put it that way, it should go to them. Not rich fuckheads who want to stunt and say, I have this rare diamond. And yes, it is a blood diamond, but guess what? I'm black, so it makes it okay. Just like how Jay-Z, yeah, I exploit all these artists. I lied to them about title, but I'm black, so it's okay when I do it. But it's not okay when a white man does it. It's not okay when a Jewish person does it, you know? So, again, Beyonce has that same mindset, and this is what I believe her mindset is regarding the whole blood diamond thing. But that's not the one and only thing that made me say, yeah, you know what? Beyonce is also faking a funk about this pro-blackness as well. Um, much like other people, when, Jay- when Jay-Z put out 444 or whatever, it was, I feel like there are people out there who was like, Beyonce, where did all this pro-blackness come from? It seemed as though it became trendy to them right around 2020 right around you know that time and as i've stated before both beyonce and jay-z are business people and very savvy business individuals and it would not surprise me that these two very savvy business people latch on to trends but that also goes back to the point i was making before they're, they they only stay mu- uh, relevant musically. Jay-Z more so because it's, oh my God, it's a Jay-Z feature, right? But Beyonce more so stays relevant musically because of latching on to whatever the trend is, right? Or making a mention of something that is trendy, whether it be OnlyFans, whether it be Demon Time, whether it be some other thing that, you know, Black Twitter goes ape shit crazy for, right? Uh, 
they know how to survey the they they know how to survey the land of popularity right and what's popping in pop culture and they either create music based off of that or they um once again they tend to try their best to immerse themselves in whatever that culture is um so they can stay relevant musically right now one someone's gonna say well how is them how is that them not being creative what i mean is they it feel as though i feel as though after lemonade Beyonce had she didn't know what to fucking talk about as far as creating music, creating topics to talk about from her own. Again, she talked about the uh, cheating that happened, which I feel as though her her. I mean, obviously it did hurt her a lot, but this is stuff that people probably not gonna mention. Um, I think that Beyonce at some point in time because Jay Z reportedly cheated on her with a white woman started to adopt I'm gonna put it that way white woman features there was a time where I've seen her with lighter skin it's uh, especially in this photo with Jay-Z I looked at that my at first glance I thought it was a white woman I thought it was a white woman with Jay-Z to be honest Jay-Z is obviously recognizable no matter his skin doesn't darken or lighten, and he's just got a recognizable face. I ain't call him ugly. You did. I just said he had a recognizable face. Beyonce got a recognizable face, too. She's damn near not ugly. She is so not ugly. Even when she looks like a white woman. <laughs> but, and I used to make jokes all the time, and I used to call her, uh, you know that white girl with you know the 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 hump you know what i'm saying um it was a mean joke just like how it probably still is mean to say that now um but i just saw something i saw a change in her skin tone um now whether it is self you know uh i wouldn't say bleaching because bleaching uh, doesn't bleaching tend to last long and with her it's like it it's probably makeup. I don't know, uh, but the lighting is just odd, and, and and the lighting is really whitening looking. I mentioned all that just to say that I do think that not saying that she is a faux black, a fake pro black, by the way, because she possibly bleaches her skin because she wears the blonde wigs and weaves and this that and the third all i'm saying is um i still think that there is something there this is not you know against her her you know who she is or whatever but i think there is something there that still bothers her and she feels as though she's got to compete with white women or a white woman or whatever so she has to make herself look a certain way um Beyonce if you're listening to this right now I don't know if you are but you are a gorgeous woman you you do not and you should not feel as though you're in the same lane as a white woman and you have to compete and you have to make yourself look as white as possible 
in order for you to continue to please your husband who allegedly cheated on you with a white woman, right? And I say allegedly because, I mean, although the cheating was not alleged, we don't know if it was, you know, an actual white woman. The whole Becky with the good hair line could have just been a line that was that, you know, rappers and singers put things in their songs all the time. That doesn't necessarily make it true. So it could have simply just been a line, you know? Um, Michael Jordan, and this is not getting off topic. This is relevant to the point I'm about to make. Michael Jordan used to make up situations in his head all the time. Um, Like people dissing his mom or people saying something disrespectful disrespectful to him or whatever in order for him to few to make himself angry to want to get out there and bust some heads out on a basketball court not literally but you know what I mean right I um, mean if you don't know what I mean I'm, I'm not going to be your slang doctor or teacher today sorry so I say that just to say that whole Becky with the good hair line could have been something Beyonce created or whoever wrote the song uh, created to get Beyonce riled up so she could make the song and bust some heads over with with it with the song and with that entire album you know what i'm saying um but okay again going based off of if it is true uh, beyonce you're a gorgeous woman you don't need to do that um and only a foolish man like jay-z would cheat on you in the first place that's just my opinion now that does not mean that this woman is is free from criticism that does not mean that this woman is just all perfect being and she has never done anything wrong they said in the third again i think that one could question her if she's truly into this whole pro-blackness or is it just a trend once again it's simply just something that she got latch herself onto because the only thing that her and Jay-Z at this point latch themselves onto is is richness, how rich they are and stuff. And you can't tell a bunch of poor people who are gonna spend their last dollar on your ten thousand dollar tickets that you are better than them and all that. Well, you some people can do that. Some people can do that. Uh, for the big, big tickets, right? Now like I said, the little little dudes, the rappers who do that, they're not selling tickets for ten thousand dollars. So, hence why I said ten thousand dollar type tickets. You know, eight thousand dollar type tickets. Kanye could do that. That's why I said some people can do that. But I don't think Beyonce and Jay Z want to do that out loud because again these are also business people that rely on the same people that they are you know claiming to have their back um to to actually keep them afloat financially you know that's not the only thing that's keeping them afloat financially i'm 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 pretty sure they both have multiple streams of but they got their fame. They got their fortune, uh, or at least got into 
the you know uh, higher tax bracket because of the music so all in all it probably seems as though I'm just doing this episode because I feel as though oh well you did one about Jay-Z so you must do one about Beyonce I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest about you know our girl Beyonce she makes great music um, those can say the same thing about Jay-Z. Um, and when I do these episodes about anybody or these music-based discussions about any artist, it is not to try to convince people to not listen to their music, to feel the same way about, uh, you know, the artists that I do. It's me simply saying, I can, uh, this is what I think, and I can acknowledge this, that, and the third. Those who are familiar with me in general, just me, the podcaster, you you know I brag about how I love pretty much every Beyonce solo album there is to date. And I truly mean that. Um, From her first solo album to her latest, Black is King. I love all of those albums. I've made comments on here before. um, And when I was doing written reviews in the past, Beyonce is one of the very few artists that's always gotten, that hasn't gotten anything lower than an 8 out of 10 for me. More so more 10 out of 10 for me. That's how great her albums are. That's how much I love the music. Solo stuff, put it that way. I didn't necessarily, I ain't gonna lie to y'all, I didn't necessarily care too much about Destiny's Child. Um, until they all broke up and then I, I started, it was odd. It was, you know, it's a little sidetrack, but I started to actually like Destiny's Child when I, they weren't Destiny's Child, you know? Not to say that they I didn't like the things they were doing together, but individually, just to see their styles individually, yeah, I liked seeing that more than like seeing the three main core, let me put it that way, Beyonce, Michelle, and Kelly. Right. Um, I know there was more members, but I can't say I care much about <laughs> the former members. But shout out to them as well. <laughs> yeah. But in seriousness, um, this is just a, a, an opinion. Um, my honest opinion about Beyonce. I think she is pretty much Jay Z with a prettier face, um, a prettier everything. Um, and a prettier way of putting a bowl on top of bullshit and making it smell good. Hell, and making it look good. But it's still bullshit at the end of the day. It's still wrong because of the exploitation factor of it. It's still wrong because of the just negative like the message it sends the actions that they do and the message that it sends it's still wrong it don't matter if you know she does it in a way that is you know like I said somewhat different from Jay's way of doing it where he is more so well guess what he'll come back in the song and say well guess what if you don't like it well Go, go to that white man. Tell them about it. Go, or you, you just be better be happy than it wasn't a white man that I'm not a white man doing it. 
it's still wrong. Just like with, you know, Beyonce and all the exploited things that she's done. Um, and don't get me started on the Chloe and Halle uh, contracts. Now, Chloe and Halle are doing really, really well for themselves. For some fucked up contracts that they have. But Beyonce got them girls. And no, and, and y'all, no, nobody want to talk about that, but I will. Y- y'all know me. But she, she got them girls fucked up. I'm just going to keep it up on. She got them girls fucked up. And I don't even think they know they fucked up. I don't even think they are uh, brave enough to even admit that they, uh, they, they got fucked over by Beyonce. Let's keep it up. Girls deserve a lot more than $1,000 every two weeks. Now, I'm not saying that's their real deal, but their real deal is shitty. You know, you should look it up. I'm not even going to discuss that further. Uh, maybe I'll do a separate episode on that. Um, I don't want to make this longer than it needs to be, but that's if y'all want to know, well, who has Beyonce messed over like that and screwed over? Yeah, you made, you, you made the point about Jay-Z and Tidal, and then Jay-Z and all these other examples and stuff, but Beyonce has never done that. Chloe and Halle. Chloe and Halle are two relevant situations right now where they are fucked. And... What I'm afraid, I might as well go in about it. I, I I feel good, you know. I might as well keep going, right? What I'm afraid is going to happen with Chloe and Halle and Beyonce is that they're going to get older. Chloe and Halle are going to get older, and they're going to wonder, "Wow, we are this big," or they're going to see how big and grand that they are, and be like, "Where's our damn money? How come we are?" You know, at it not making, yeah, we got money, but it's not as much as we definitely deserve. And then people are going to attack those girls like crazy. Uh, and I don't think those girls get both very sweet young ladies. I don't think they can hand, handle all that pressure. And Beyonce is just going to sit back and allow it to happen because how dare ye question me? You know what I'm saying? How dare ye question the queen bee? You know? So, it's it's going to... I'm afraid something like that's going to happen to them. Um, where if either someone speaks up... Because I believe their parents are their managers, right? And you know how parents are. I mean, you don't have to be a parent to know how loving parents are um, or can be. And... Some parents will go overboard and they'll, that filter, it, it, it gets cut off or they'll say, hey, you're screwing my baby over and I want this and they deserve X, Y, and Z. But I feel like that's, that's, and when I say it's not a smart move, I don't mean like in a sense that I think that they are stupid for doing it. I mean, not a smart move in a sense that um, this is Beyonce we're talking about. Someone who has, you know, is a reason why people are afraid to talk about her. Um, and you got other music artists saying, well, I'd love to be high or I'm a be please be high. Don't come after me. There's a reason why people say that. Now me, I'm a little nobody. You know, I know nobody with a low podcast with a little bit of everything and not a lot of people know me. 
So I can get away with saying things like this. And I'm not saying these things because I know I could get away with it. I'm saying these things because they're they're my opinion. But what I'm saying is I'm not as big a, as a Trina, right? And I only mention Trina because <laughs> there was this video of her saying how much she loved the Beehive and stuff. And I think someone wanted was trying to bait her into saying something bad about Beyonce. And she was just like, nope, I ain't falling for it. So the Beehive could come after me? Nope. So that's why I mentioned Trina's name. But I'm not as big as Trina. Not as big as that ass, but no, I'm sorry. I'm not as big as Trina. I'm not as big as whoever, right? Um, so there is somewhat of a level of comfortability there for me to say these things. I'm also not in the music industry. Although if Jay-Z were to get his hands on this, uh, I think he would be the reason why I never make it into a uh, you know, a big space because it's like, let's blackball him or whatever. That would be kind of cool though, in my mind. Um, yeah, but she, she fucked him over. That's all I'm gonna say there. That's how I'm gonna leave it at. Um, I, it, I want y'all at the end of the day to have your own opinion about these music artists. Um, this is the final word that I do want to say. Um, as I was alluding to before, I'm not trying to convince anybody to feel the way that I feel about anybody, anything. My point when I do these episodes, whether it be discussion-based episodes or whether it be me talking about just sharing my opinion about an album, it is not to try to convince you all to feel the way that I feel. It is me simply putting my opinion out there. Now, in regards to these music-based episodes, yes, all of that applies. But what also applies is this. I want more people to be able to separate the art from the artists and also be able to... Know that it's okay to have standards. Know that it's okay to say, I will not support this, and therefore I cannot support this artist. Or make their mind and say, okay, this is a problem to me, but not a big enough problem for me to not listen to this artist's music. There is no judgment here, whatever you decide to do. I'm just putting out the information out there. I'm also putting out my thoughts about whatever I am seeing from the various artists seeing and hearing from the various artists out there that's it that's all I'm doing not trying to convince anybody to feel the way same way think the same way it's me saying here's my perspective of all of this here's my thoughts of all of this here is my two cents about all of this about the music about the music artists, about whatever is going on within the music industry, all of that. Simple as that. You take it, and you should not hold the opinion higher than than it just being an opinion, but whatever you decide to do with it, however you decide to process, however you decide to regard it or disregard it, is up to you at the end of the day. But do not ignore what is true about 
not just your your favorite music artist, but just people in general. And if you're seeing things that are actually true about somebody, um, don't just deny it because it's someone that you grew up listening to, someone that you are a fan of, or accept it because it's someone you listen to, someone you are a fan of, or simply because that person is popular and you're not supposed to say bad things about popular music artists, right? According to y'all. So, that's that. That's all I gotta say. And, um, that's the episode. I will say, that's episode, if it's not a music review, I was inspired by, uh, whoever wrote the article about the 10 best Beyonce songs and 10 worst Beyonce songs. So, we might get a Beyonce back-to-back episode. I'm just letting y'all know right now because full transparency. That's number one. I'm all about honesty here, as many of y'all already know. Um, and two, I, I never said I was going to stop listening to Beyonce's music because she owns a blood diamond. And I think her pro-blackness is fake. All I said was that I'm not going to believe the things that she said and says in her music. Um... But for those who listen to my 444 review by Jay-Z, you listen to other things I've said about Jay-Z, you listen to that episode that he had. I said the same thing about him. I said that he can keep spitting his pro-blackness stuff and it's going to inspire or at least educate some somebody. But I don't believe that he believes in this. I don't believe him in general. Same thing with Beyonce. I don't believe her, but she can keep talking about it if it's going to inspire people to have uh, pride within themselves, pride within their African roots, pride and and want to learn more about whatever she is rapping or singing about, right? Whatever uh, African dances or African traditional African garments she's wearing, it's going to inspire people to want to learn and, and celebrate these things. Whether she believes in it or not, whether Jay-Z believes in it or not, whether anybody else believes in it believes in it or not, is irrelevant to how I personally feel about those informa- that that information and the content and how I want people to how I feel when I see people who actually are happy about my critique of them saying me saying I don't believe that they truly are, you know, that they truly care about black folks or just, you know, about this pro-blackness. Me saying that is an indictment on their character, not the music, not the content. I'm not saying because they don't I feel as though they don't care that no one should care about the content. No, I'm saying that I believe that these two people are opportunists and they see something trendy. And because they're opportunists and business savvy individuals, they see a trend, they're latching on to the trend. It's really that simple. So I know I said I was going to end the episode like 20 minutes ago or so, or 10 minutes ago, but y'all know me when I get rolling, I get rolling. So now that everything is off my chest, I am ending off the episode for real. I appreciate you if you listen to all of the episode. If you can share this episode, that would be great. Subscribe if you are not subscribed. 
to this episode. Hopefully, I didn't scare any new people off. Hopefully, I didn't scare any old people off. You know, it is what the, it is what it is at the end of the day. But subscribe to the podcast, share this episode, hit the links in the description box below. Please support the podcast as well. There will be a support link, um, support links, really. Um, down there where you can help support what I do here. And if you want me to get rich enough to buy blood diamonds and then tell you, well, would you rather have a black man own it or a black, non-black man own it? If you want me to get rich enough to do that, then send a dollar. You know, just send me a dollar wherever and uh, I'll be on my way to be one of those rich, elitist, capitalist, black scumheads. But if not, just continue on listening to this episode for free either or, you know, it's it's greatly appreciated. All right? Until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Oh, yeah. I, I said we was going to get a double Beyonce feature because next week's episode, if it's not an album review, not by Beyonce, or not, not from a Beyonce album, but, you know, whoever I listened to this week, um... It's going to be my top 10 favorite Beyonce songs. Somebody did their top 10 best and well, did the top 10 best and worst Beyonce songs. I don't do worst list here. Y'all know that. You know, y'all know I don't do worst list here. I always do, you know, my top mid-year albums and songs, favorite albums and songs. And at the end of the year, my favorite album, albums and songs of any given year. I know, by the way, 2021 has been a wonky year as far as me listening to albums, but I do plan it on listening to a lot more albums and stuff. So, yeah, even if I have to do two a days or two a weeks, let me put it that way, hell, I'll do so. But I say all that just to say that the next episode might be my top 10 favorite Beyonce songs because I still love the music. I'm, I just see right through the BS. But for real this time, I am out. So peace out.